From the studios of Harbor Park Health and Fitness, it's time for another edition of Hey Health Matters. I'm Pete. I'm Jason. Jason, welcome back in. Glad to have you on board today. As always, today, we're going to take a rest. Good night, I'm, everybody. I'm, I'm very good at resting. It's one of my, my best attributes, my well, best qualities. There you go. There you go. I'm... Uh, I've also been told I rest quite a bit sometimes while working out, which is which is quite amazing. Now we're going to talk about what to do on rest days because uh, I was telling somebody earlier before we started recording, I could do a podcast at once a month on what to do on rest days or recovery more generally because you've said it many times we get in the gym and what we're doing in the gym is not necessarily making ourselves better. That happens when we recover from uh, the gym. Exactly. So we're going to go over. We got six things here that you can do. Some of them are pretty basic. Um, some of them, you know, we've touched on before, but these are good reminders. Now, you know, I have to say, you know, Pete, you brought this this uh, graphic here with with a few things. We're we're going to dismantle a few of these. Oh, uh, I know you really love the myth busting they, part um, of this podcast. Yeah, some of these don't make a ton of sense, but some are some are good, and then uh, some just need to be expanded upon. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not going to take them in any particular order. All right, uh, because one I think is the simplest, and you do it every day, hopefully, and that's drink water. Yeah, I mean, should you do it on rest days? Yes, but you should be doing that on every day. You know, you would think drinking water is the easiest thing to do, um, and yet it's one of those things where you really got to remember to drink enough water. I suppose. You know, it's really interesting. There's, there's a lot um, in the the kind of health and wellness world right now in the fitness world about you know make sure you're drinking your one ounce per you know, pound of body weight right um but you know when you think about it up until what 10 years ago uh, no one ever has carried around these giant bottles of water before <laughs> right um i mean even plastic bottles of water i remember as a kid they started being everywhere and people go i got water in the faucet like, what do you yeah. mean? I got to go buy water in uh, a bottle. So yeah. I don't necessarily think, you know, you need to, you know, get your gallon a day or whatever. I, um, but the, uh, there's a very simple test and it's the P test. And it, if it's, if it's yellow, then you need to drink some water. Um, now I'll qualify that if you drink a lot of fluids, um, non-water fluids, um, specifically like soda or energy drinks or those kind of things, you know, that will disguise it. It might look like your pee is clear when it's really not. Um, but in general, we say you shouldn't really be drinking a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You should be mostly drinking water. Um, and, you know, the body has this natural thing. Um, it's called a thirst cue. It tells you when it's thirsty. Um, so listen that. to that, you know. <laughs> Um, our bodies are pretty intuitive. Um, but, you know, having said all that, yeah, it's easy to, to you know, get, drink everything but water. And I've been guilty of that as well. I so, mean, for me, it's coffee. It's, it's black coffee. Right. It's not like I'm putting in a ton of calories. But I have to consciously say, okay, cup of coffee, glass of water. Is, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say yeah. is, you know, try to alternate. You know, if you have a coffee, then have a water. Um, I usually try to have one net right next to each other. You know? Yeah. I, I don't think you need to go crazy about it. Um, now, 
you know, going back to the P of you constantly at a yellow, you know, then put a little bit more focus on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do, excuse me, um, what I do is I wake up first thing and I have, you know, about a half to, to three quarters of a, a shaker full of water. And I think that's about 16 ounces. Um, that's the very first thing that goes in my body every single day mm-hmm. is a, a good amount of water. Um, cause you're starting on the right foot then. Right. So before any coffee, before anything else, water is going in and then I'll have coffee and then I'll have a little bit more water. Um, I'll try to have water with a meal. And then of course, coffee gets sprinkled in throughout, but you know, my three main meals I'm having, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then a snack at some point, I try to wash those down with water Mm -hmm. and, and that tends to do well for me. Um, Sometimes, and this I learned through the early part of the weight loss process, sometimes when you really feel hungry, what your body is really saying is you're thirsty. Yeah, and you, for you, sure. you need to drink water before for you sure. start filling yourself up with anything else, like you're saying. So here, you know, I, I talked a lot, but I didn't really give any actionable advice. And <laughs> we're big on that. Every time you eat, have water with it. There you go. Okay. As easy as that. I think you'll be just fine. Start your day with water, and then every time you eat, have water with it. Um, I'm going to stick with what you put in your body first before what you do with your body, which kind of with the way it's not the way this graphic is lined up, but it also says, again, something you should be doing every day is prioritize your protein. And P we're already on the same wavelength. Look at that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You pri- protein should be prioritized every single day. And, and not just like a protein supplement, although I think we all partake, but actual healthy proteins in your food with your food right your food period and so you know what i might adjust this to you know if uh it was someone created this graphic who had a little bit more knowledge on on the topic um i might say (laughs) prioritize nutrition in general okay because i'll tell people you know specifically if if their goal is weight loss um you're better off taking a day off from the gym and focusing on, on, you know, doing some meal prep or planning or whatever. Um, so how about on your rest day? Yeah. You're not coming to the gym, so to speak that day. So maybe you have an extra hour, go to the grocery store, do some meal planning, um, do some meal prep so that, you know, you're, you can do better for the rest of the days, Mm -hmm. right? Because nutrition isn't only important on your rest day. It's important every single day. Then uh, taking a look at the the other part, and I think, again, prioritizing the nutrition, it says consume healthy carbs. Now, there's that, you know, carbs. People say, well, I, are, are, am I, should I be eating any carbs? And I always pose that question to a dietitian and say, well, you going to eat spinach? Like, you're going to eat – there's carbs. There's carbs right, in your food. Right. The question is, what kind of they, carbs they, are they? I mean, there's a little bread icon, so they're talking about starchy carbs. Right. Um, you know, I, maybe they're trying to, you know, do some like uh, carb timing. So on your rest day, you know, help restore your body by, by eating some carbohydrate. Um, there's a little validity to that, specifically for, for a sports performance athlete who is um, really getting after it hard in the gym and really pushing their bodies. Um because there, there's some different diet techniques called like carb cycling, um, 
what I would say is that you know you sh- if you're in that category you should probably be having carbs every day then probably with dinner so then your body can restore at night because mm-hmm. I, I you know it, as much as you know we talk about quote unquote starch is bad carbs are, are carbs aren't bad breads are bad you know the processed starches are bad white bread yeah right um but if you're an athlete who is really getting after it hard in the gym and, and your body is is feeling it you need those carbs because the carbs are going to help your body recover remember um we've talked about this a lot but when we get to the science of it the carbohydrate is like the key that tells your your cells to absorb nutrients right so you can have all the protein in the world but if you don't have the carbohydrate as well your cells are never going to absorb now if your goal is weight loss good we don't want them absorbing we want them getting rid of fat right right um but if you're an athlete you want them absorbing to rebuild and you want them absorbing to grow stronger so we need the carbohydrate um but again you should probably be doing that on a daily basis in the evening or better yet right after your workout um there's something called the anabolic window or the window of gains um we like to call it um some people think it's a myth some people don't but basically you're trying to get your protein and super super simple carbohydrate as soon as your workout some people do it during the workout so that they can absorb as fast as possible for for average people dinner time is fine so that your body can recover at night i don't think you need to limit carbs to just your rest day if you need to limit carbs it should probably be a constant thing and i feel like uh, what this meme should be called is what to still do on your rest days you know in other words you have a rest day from maybe your normal workout routine but you should still prioritize your nutrition and your water and healthy carbs and then i mean the last three again are are things we talk about stretching for 10 to 15 minutes um but there have been times where i woke up i think labor day was it it sticks in my mind um where i just woke up and i was like my back is stiff i'm I'm all kinds of sore i'm i'm just gonna stay home and stretch and you know what that was the best thing i ever could have done because by the next day i was back in the gym i was fine yeah you know you could do like uh uh, easy yoga, like a, a restorative yoga. Um, here's a, a slight um, promotion for yoga ladies. Uh, 6.15 a.m. on Wednesdays with Jennifer. And uh, we, we do have uh, yoga starting t- tonight at 6 p.m. As um, we record. As we record. Uh, that is also more like recovery-focused yoga. Um so those are options in the gym here, or you can just, you know, do a YouTube video, um, or stretch, you know, yeah. Um, giving the body a little TLC and, and that's, there's different levels of, of yoga, but some stretching, there's different services for particularly, you know, whatever you need. Um, so that's a fantastic option for a rest day. And then it says some light exercise, but I know we've talked about how 
you know, walking is kind of that baseline thing. It's something I actually miss just doing on a whim is mm-hmm. going and walking for not, you know, working real hard, but a couple miles and just letting the time pass just as, again, a good baseline light physical activity to do right. on a daily basis. Um, so light exercise typically means if you think about perceived effort, one is you're not really putting much effort at all into something. Two means more effort than normal, but not a ton. Three is like 50% effort. Like you're, you're trying, it's not super challenging. Uh, Four being you are, you're trying pretty, pretty tough, but it's not all out. And then obviously five is all out. Light effort is going to be like one or two. So you can actually be putting some effort in. Um, you might be sweating a little bit, but it's not intense and it's not enough to tax your body. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. And, right. and the taxing the body is the, the, the big thing. Because we know that movement in itself has restorative properties. When you get the blood flowing, mm-hmm. the blood carries a lot of nutrients to the, the cells and the different areas, the joints and, and uh, the muscles and everything. So if we can get the heart rate up, that's pumping the blood faster so we can you know, circulate those nutrients better. Um, so there is some benefit to that. And you know, we'll tell people, specifically new people, so they'll come in and they'll start day one. If you're sore tomorrow, don't just sit on the couch, go for a walk mm-hmm. for this very reason. Uh, it's gonna help um, kind of break up the soreness and, and get those nutrients going. So yeah, light exercise, it can be anything. It can be walking, super easy jog. It can be a bike ride. It can be r- coming in and rowing. You could do a workout at like 30% effort and, and we call those flow sessions mm-hmm. where you're not trying hard, you're doing some movements. Um, yeah, so great options there as well. And I know you guys usually have a flow option in mind on a given day. You come in, you say, I just want to flow. Yeah, yep, you know? and then we'll we'll modify for you. And then after you do your light exercise, you, you cool down. And again, I would assume they don't mean like go stand in the freezer, like just... Well, the the icon here is a little ice cube. With the sunglasses on. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, what if it's cold out? What if it's the middle of winter? I guess to go sit out on your porch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want to warm up. Um, no, there there's some there's some benefit to getting really cool. There's also some benefit to getting warm. You know, mm-hmm. saunas have some different restorative properties, and and some people go to the lengths of alternating between them. So they'll set up a sauna and they'll set up um, a cold tub and they'll kind of go back and forth. And and it's like a shock to the system and it's kind of funky. Um, the average person isn't going to invest in that. But, I mean, you could still go somewhere that has a sauna. But in the wintertime, you can set up, like, a, the shower on and yeah, get and the steam rolling and yeah. then run outside and um, go back I suppose, and yeah, you, you could take a cold shower or... Or, um, or just stand in the a shower, hot shower, yeah, yeah and go back and, back and forth. Um, so, so kind of what the what the the manipulating the temperature does for the body is it kind of like wakes up the nervous system. Okay, so think about think about when you jump into a really cold lake 
mm-hmm. you know your your arms start to prickle right um that's your nervous system waking up 100 percent, and everything is so um you can do that uh, and train your body to handle those situations better um some might argue that that that's not necessarily resting right that's just another aspect of training your body right um so should that be on a rest day it it, it kind of depends if you're trying to cool down to limit inflammation that's an option on a rest day but then again that kind of depends on your goals you know for me and you pete we're just kind of trying to get in shape for the long term um so we probably don't carry a ton of chronic inflammation in, in our, our, our body. So we don't necessarily need to worry about cooling down. Mm-hmm. Um, but an intense athlete might need to, you know, or if you're doing something super repetitive, like running and if your knees are just, you know, really beat up, yeah, maybe put some ice on them or an ice bath might help. Mm-hmm. Um, this time we're going to go off graphic now. <clears throat> Why there's some things you should not do on your recover rest or recovery day some things you should not do and this is a tough one is eat like crap <laughs> and you know you know i'll include drink a lot of alcohol in there because when you eat a ton of processed food and, and you drink alcohol that it causes a lot of inflammation in the body okay so you know joints swell up a little bit and and everything gets a little more tight and more stiff. So if the purpose is to reduce that tightness and that stiffness, if you eat like crap and, and go out drinking, that's being counterproductive, right? Yeah. So then when you come back in the next day, you're not recovered anymore. Or I, I said that wrong. You haven't done any more recovery. Right. You're just kind of where you were the day before. So that is, um, it's, it's an active rest. So in other words, it's not just sitting on the couch and being passive and cracking a beer or having a glass of wine. It's an active recovery. So you're keeping moving, you're keeping the nutrition up. Mm-hmm. You are, you are doing, as you like to say, something actionable right. on your rest and, day. You know, maybe we should define here. Uh, we, we kind of, we think about two different rest days, active recovery and total rest. Active recovery is the day that you might come in here and do a workout at like 40 to 50%. Not enough to tax the body, enough to maybe break a little sweat and to feel good that you you got some movement in today. And then total rest is like extremely little activity. Maybe you go for a walk. Um, maybe do some stretching or something. The interesting thing is usually people feel a little bit stiff or a little bit tight the day after a total rest day Mm. um and it's interesting so uh, let's talk about crossfit competitions a lot of uh, people specifically the really good ones you think okay I'm, i'm competing on saturday on Friday, I'm not doing a thing. Well, then they get there on Saturday and they're actually a little stiff. Right. They're actually better if they do a light workout 
on Friday to keep the body active and moving. That makes sense. Um, stay, on, stay on track that way. It's a little counterproductive or counterintuitive. Right. Right. Uh, now, for again, for average people, a total rest day could be good, you know, if your body just needs to recover a little bit. So you also have to know what your body needs. And, and I would say, you know, if you're feeling like your body's exhausted, if you feel, if you know, you wake up in your body, some days it's just hard to move your body, right? Maybe mentally you feel fine, but your body just feels tired. That's your central nervous system being totally exhausted and saying, Hey, I need you to relax a little bit. And then you take your total rest day. How do you know the difference between listening to your body? Can we hear that and not phrase being a, a baby? And not being a baby or not just being, I'm just lazy today. Like I kind of glorify the lazy day, although not as much anymore, but when I was a younger, a younger lad. Um, but how do you know the difference yeah. between my body's telling me you need rest and recovery and I just don't want to go today? Or is it, is it kind of connected? Um, it requires experience. Mm-hmm. You have to know when your body's feeling good. And then you cut it. It's, it's kind of like, remember when we talk about if you're unhealthy, you don't know what healthy feels like. Right. Right. But then once you get healthy and then you get back to unhealthy, you're like, oh man, this, I can't do this. I need to get back to, you know, healthy. Same kind of thing. You have to understand what feeling really good feels like. And then you'll know when your body's exhausted. Um, and then it's just being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'll be 100% honest. Sometimes you kind of get in that rut where you're thinking that, you know, I'm exhausted or I'm being lazy. Or I'm sorry, I'm exhausted. My body's tired. I'm overworked. But it really is just you being lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it could stem from stress, right? If, if you're super stressed outside of the gym, that is going to carry over into the gym. Okay. So then maybe you aren't being lazy, but you're just preoccupied with other stuff. And and that's not a simple thing. You know, it's very complex and there's different factors that we have to juggle and, and understand. If you have a very simple life and you don't have much stress, then it's easy to know. Write a book. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know how you accomplish yeah. that. Um, there, There's some different trackers now, specifically Whoop. Um the whole idea behind this whoop tracker is is it measures your sleep and your activity and then so like all day today it will record my total activity and then i'll sleep and it'll determine how well i sleep and then tomorrow it'll give me a strain score and it's going to say you know your or i'm sorry not strain but a recovery you're 80 percent recovered so that you, you know you have a good amount of energy to put into a workout mm-hmm that's a, a something that some people like the the thing that we don't love about it is that it's it's still a piece of technology based on an algorithm and it it's not 100% accurate um cuz sometimes the machine will say you're 60% recovered but you wake up and you're like man I feel great right i have to imagine that we'll get more and more accurate as as technology develops but right now it's it's not 100 percent. so some people are like they feel that if you just go solely based on that you might miss some good days so but uh, well yeah i think ultimately the final arbiter 
has to be how you feel. You know, you can't let the computer tell you how you feel for you. So, but it, it's interesting because there are a lot of days where I feel, you know, I get off of work for a little while and I come here and leading up to it, I'll be kind of tired. I'll be ready for a nap. I'll need that little jolt. And then you get in here and you get going and you can perform just fine. Right, right. So we're whatever just fine means for that, you. So Yeah, that's we, we tell people like, just get in here. That's that's all we want you to do. Right. The your determination of success is just getting through the door. Because once you're in here, chances are you're gonna have a pretty good workout, or you're gonna learn pretty quick. Man, my body's feeling rough. Right. Right. So um, comes with experience. Which then at that point we might decide, okay, Pete, it's probably best if you just do a recovery day today. Mm-hmm. Go nice and easy. Just go roll for an hour. You know, or bike for an hour. Whatever. Um, uh, until until you develop the wherewithal now you're there you know like like you said on labor day you knew your body couldn't take it i mean we had it's labor day so there's a pretty aggressive workout on the agenda and i just you know i said this is this is what i need to do today and hit it it again tomorrow right and i that comes with uh just before we went on the air we're talking about weight loss and i said you know you can do whatever tricks you want to do or whatever mind games you want to play ultimately you have to have a plan and you have to be committed to sticking with that plan when it's not fun and when you don't want to and when you're tired and when you want to cheat like you just you just got to do it and have the fortitude to do it and i think sometimes taking a rest day doesn't mean you have the fortitude to do it but not letting yourself off the hook too easily right was always the mantra i came back to yeah let's talk about that because that's interesting a lot of people there, there's two things that happen for for some people. Obviously, not everyone, right. but some people think taking a rest day is like a sign of weakness. Like I, I can't take a day off. I'm, you know, I, I said I'm going to do this. I need to work out every single day. Okay, I hear you. I understand you, but understand, like we talked about, Pete. We need to figure out some time for your body to rest and to recover. So maybe. You come in and, you know, you're still coming for a workout. But again, we do that 30% workout where you're not beating yourself up just for that, you know, one day a week. Um, Because I understand some people might feel like the the other thing I was going to say is some people, they need to do something every day, right? And if if there's one day off, then they fall off. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, yeah, come to the gym every day. Great. But every single day doesn't need to be a brutal workout right, right? maybe right. one of those days you come in and just do yoga class right to to get the recovery in and i like that idea of it being part of the routine because for me like if i for whatever means reason i'll have to miss a friday or you know, sometimes other days but my routine is to do it every day so just because i missed wednesday because of a meeting doesn't mean i'm going to miss thursday right but for some right. people it's well i missed wednesday so i screwed up this week might as well really let it fly and i'll see you again on monday maybe and then right that's when you really start to get off track right and you know your schedule we've talked about this a bit your schedule really helps you in the sense that you know you you get off work and then it's time to come straight to the gym right at a, you know your unique schedule and also people who come in the morning it's like the first thing right they're they're in at five thirty, then they're done and then they go to work right it's it's more difficult for evening people 
because things tend to pop up. Um, so this is kind of getting off track of rest day, but we're getting back to commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the type of person that struggles being consistent, maybe because you're busy, you have things that, that pop up. But if this is important to you, you need to make it the first thing you do. Make, you know, it's hard to get here at 5.30, but like you said, Pete, we got to do the hard things. Yep. Hard things equal long-term success. Mm-hmm. So make it first. Boom, you get in, you're done. You got that, that big victory for your day. Everything else is all gravy. And then you don't have to worry about it after work when you know it's going to get tough. Especially as it gets darker and colder and the kids get right. brattier. Right. <laughs> now, um, go ahead. I didn't yeah, cut I, you off there. I, I was just going to talk about, so when, when um, this was a number of years ago, I was studying for a big exam I had to take. And I kind of, I used the philosophy that the most important thing had to be done first. So at that time, I had at 4.30 a.m., I had to get up and study and then go on through my day but it paid off in the long run. It wasn't easy and it wasn't permanent, but you know, sometimes you have to make that sacrifice and, and put the hard things first. Yeah. That's how I passed seventh grade. (laughs) I, especially math. It's like, okay, well, you know, you could show up a half hour before school starts and do a little extra work. And it's like, yeah, I kind of want to not fail. So (laughs) better, better do that. Um, and, and it ended up working out, you know, because maybe deep down there was planted those seeds of, not letting yourself off the hook and having to take the extra mile every once in a while to to get where you need to be. And you know, you're talking about commitment, you're talking about having plans that, you know, people can can work on and stick to. And that's what I love about being at Harbor Park is, you know, you you customize things for folks. You have all sorts of different options available. And you're always looking to expand if you'll pardon the food metaphor, you're always looking to expand that buffet yeah, of, of right, options that right. you have available. So um, that's really cool. And, you know, we should put in the plug now. If you haven't explored some of those different avenues and options over a, wa- uh, a long time, probably a good opportunity to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, should, should we kind of go into the, the new kind of retooling of... Well, that's what I was segueing okay, for. Okay. <laughs> See, it was a little, I was too slick for him, ladies you know, and Pete's a slick guy. <laughs> you know, he's a little bit wiser than me. Um, yeah, so, you know, Pete, Pete kind of mentioned the, the specificity. And, and so, you know, as we're thinking about our future, that's that's really where we see ourselves. And, and so we kind of, here at Harbor Park, we... We um, we separate ourselves based on our expertise and, and the amount of kind of like customization we can give because we're, we're experts here and, and we have a tremendous amount of knowledge. So then we, when we think about our, our offerings, it's, it's kind of broken down into tiers. The top tier is, is personal training where we're creating a totally custom, unique program for you and then we're walking you through it one-on-one. Um, down from there is individual design where we're still making a, a totally unique program for you. We're just not putting you through it one-on-one. We'll help you because, you know, you're going to have questions or, and, you know, all the moves and everything. Um, but you're doing your program on your own. And then finally, the bottom tier is just group training 
which is totally effective, but it's not as specified, mm -hmm. right? You're doing a, um, a workout that was made for everyone, you know, uh, not necessarily tailored to you and your goals. So then when, when you kind of think about what you want, do you want a super customized plan? Do you want a, a semi-customized or just not very much? Some people thrive on having that very direct involvement. It's one-on-one. -on -one. You know, you're paying attention to every movement, every little thing someone is doing. And then sometimes, and we chuckle about this in class because it's not true, but sometimes we say if we have a class of 10 people, you can kind of go get lost in the corner a little right. bit. Not that you actually do. The coaches watch and will, you know, say, hey, do this or maybe work on that a little bit better or great job on that one. But you know what? You do have a little bit more time to be self-motivated in your workouts because right. there's other people right. in the class with you. Yeah. And, and what kind of happens is, you know, some people need the one-on-one -on -one to start. Right. You know, they're just at a place where they need me putting them through the workout and, and making the adjustments and the tweaks. Um, but then as they develop and get more independent, they kind of work their way down. Okay. Um, some people just prefer the one-on-one -on -one nature. Um, some people don't like it and then they do better in the group class. So again, check out those options. There's a, a whole sheet full of them here that I'm looking at and uh, Jason or any other coaches will be able to help you out with that and, and check it out, especially as we're rolling towards 2022. Um, uh, don't wait for January. Don't be one Boy, of those, just, don't be one of those January Hard to people, believe, hard to know? believe. Um, get it set up in November or December and then you're, you're already off and running off to that running start for the new year. Instead of those January gym people who are done before MLK Day, you know, they're three <laughs> weeks in and they're done. So uh, all of that available to you, it's Hey Health Matters. If you want to send us an email or we were to, you know, we're going to do one of these uh, grab bag or uh, mailbag question podcasts one of these times. Jason, what's that email address? HeyHealthMatters at gmail.com. And if people do want to get more information about the gym, um, maybe see some of the great videos you've been putting together over these recent weeks about different moves or uh, different things available. How can people learn more? Uh, check out our social media. Uh, hey, uh, Har oh, I'm getting all mis mixed up here. <laughs> Harbor Park Health and Fitness um, on Facebook. And, and and the gram is the at, good seat. At Harbor Park HF on the gram. <laughs> um, yeah, always putting up a lot of content on there. So check that out for sure. Very good. Jason, thanks for spending the time with us today. Go get a little recovery in before whatever you have to do this Pete, afternoon. I'm well recovered. I've been recovering for four months now since my son was born. There you go. There you go. A little extra recovery. Never hurt anybody. Uh, remember to like the show. Tell your friends. Hit subscribe on whatever platform you found us on. You want to give us a share on your social media. And say, we would love that. Hey, these two guys don't suck. Uh, that would be awesome. And, uh, of course, we'll be pushing out uh, new content moving forward. Maybe even um, we should probably do something again when it comes to the holidays and eating and planning. We have this idea for next week already, and then it's Thanksgiving week, so it'll probably be a good time to, uh, to do something like that. So stick around for that. Again, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you do not miss one second of Hey Health Matters. Stay safe and healthy out there because you know what I'm going to say. Hey, health matters.